Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from iHeart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. The great predictor here, Steve Johnson, in today for the number seventh edition of the Saturday Strong Podcast with Minnesota Tim Paraska. Tim, number seven, man. Lucky number seven for us. What do you think? Why is seven a lucky number? I don't know, but it just is. I'm not. I never question it. I'm never questioning it, but I don't know why it's lucky. Well, give me a minute here. I want to. I actually, I, I believe number seven is the luckiest number because if you if you quiz somebody and you ask them to pick a number one through ten, most likely it's going to be number seven. Really? I I bet that is the backstory behind lucky number seven. That is my opinion. Um, okay. Because I, I've read statistics online, Steve, where if you have to pick a number between one and ten, most people are likely to pick seven. It's just a sexier number, I guess. Really? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. How yeah. are you feeling? How are you doing? You know what? I think I think it may be biblical too. So you got to check that out, and you got to let us know later on what uh, what your research shows. But uh, to answer your question, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I've uh, been healthy. A lot of people are falling by the wayside with the flu down here in Dallas, Texas. You know, the weather changes very quickly. We were went from 70 degrees. Now, today, the high is in the 40s. Tomorrow is going to be, it looks like it's going to be 
the low is in the 20s. It's cold out there right now, Tim, but nothing compared to the great mid-north like you're in up in, in Minnesota. I got, I got your text this morning. Feels like minus 33. Is that for real? Yes. So when it's minus 33 outside, what are the folks up in Minnesota, the great state of Minnesota, the Twin Cities, up in the St. Louis uh, housing development there that you're staying in? What do you guys do up there? Well, this morning, Steve, I got in my car. I was at my parents last night after we won the big basketball game. And uh, we'll get into that shortly. But, um, yeah, I, I, I just started up my car t- 10 minutes earlier than what I normally do. I hopped in the car. I watched out for the ice on the roads, and I drove to my apartment here in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, in the great state of Minnesota. So it's one of those situations, Steve, where you just got to prepare a little bit more. You have to be more aware of the surroundings in terms of starting your car earlier. Um, you got to watch out for icy spots on the road, and you probably can't walk your dog as long outside as what you typically would because of the coldness of the air. So Right. Those dogs have to be ready to take a duty before they go outside, right? I mean, you can't be you can't be lollygagging out there with walking your dog. Right. You, right. You'd both die. But hey, give me a lesson here because here in Dallas, when the weather changes, and, and we're going to probably get some freezing temperatures tonight, when I drive to work tomorrow morning, what I'm going to see, Tim, is cars on the side of the road, cars in the culvert, abandoned cars. Do we see that up in Minnesota? What makes the, uh, are the drivers better up there, first of all? And do you see when the weather gets bad, like it is up there right now, minus 33, are cars on the side of the road or no? I saw one on the side of the road this morning. It probably died of cold air or something, but yeah, not too many, not too many. Normally, most people are prepared. Um, what typically happens in the great state of Minnesota is that when it gets severely cold like it is today, negative 33 degrees feels like, up north it feels like negative 40-something. Um, what people do is they make sure they have at least, at least a half, uh, a half uh, full gas tank. A half, a half tank of gas? Yeah, half tank at of least. Gas. You need at least a half tank of gas because if you don't, that cold is going to just eat your car alive and you will not be prepared to demoralize and beat it. So that's the, that's wow. the biggest key. Well, here in Dallas, even when it rains hard, you know, you, the cars, they slip around, they get hydroplaning. We have a lot of accidents. We've got a lot, there was a lot of police out over the last few days, highway patrol guys, any, and many accidents out there or the, the, the folks just that much better drivers up there. Um, you see accidents. Yeah, there was an accident on my way in this morning. Actually, I had to take some back roads to avoid it. Uh, I took some back roads and some stoplights and uh, had to go a different direction than what I normally do because of an uh, accident. But I mean, that happens during the summer, too. It's not just a winter thing. Uh, you see that all the time. So it's one of those situations where it just is what it is. And you got to uh, sometimes maneuver your way through the roads so okay so you're patient 
is what I hear you saying. You're yeah, being, you know, you're so, just a patient driver. Yeah, That's, sometimes. I like that. Yeah, sometimes the f bomb comes out because Ooh, like, what are ouch. you doing? How, yeah, well, that was one of your New Year's resolutions. How's that going? Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I do still. I still do have the the road rage. You know, I'm driving. I commute to work every day, uh, and you, I see things that I cannot believe I'm seeing. Uh, folks putting on their makeup while they're driving. Folks uh, watching looks like what's to be a, a movie on their iPhone or their their mobile device. Uh, guys thinking that changing lanes a lot is going to get them there a lot faster, which it doesn't. You know, it never does. It just puts a lot of people at risk. I'm a guy that gets in a lane, stays in the lane, and maybe will change lanes one time or two times just to get over and, and take my exit. So I try to be very patient. And when I get in the car in the mornings, it really depends on what time. If I'm in the car before 6 a.m., smooth sailing, baby. Smooth sailing. Yeah. But 6, 6.30, you got the commuters, you got all the people that really probably got up too late. And uh, they're trying to get ready for work while they're driving to work, which is uh, something that drives me crazy. Hey, this is Saturday Strong. It's the podcast, the Hank Haney podcast, Saturday Strong. We have the Genesis Invitational. We have still a, a popular subject, the Premier Golf League we need to talk about. But before we talk about both of those, we talked yesterday and you said, hey, I've got a, I've got a basketball game I got to go to. And I assumed you were refing a game. So I asked you if you're going to tee anybody up, you're going to give uh, coaches technical fouls and all that. And you said, no, no, I'm playing. So uh, tell us about the, the game. Yeah, we won easily, easily. We won by 18 points. Um, we played this team earlier in the year. So let me, let me ask you how valuable I am to this team, Steve, okay? You can do the calculations in your head. So we okay. Pl- let me ask. Let me ask you a question here, Tim. Now, to give our listeners a little indication: uh, Is this an A league, a B league, a C league? What is it? It's an A league. A league for Ooh, sure. Okay, so these guys are ballers. Yeah, then, they, huh? they can play. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you got to bring uh, your A game. You can't just show up with their C game and expect to win. What's the highest level you played uh, in team basketball and organized basketball leagues? Uh, high school, but high school, I okay. was I was more of a focused runner. After high school, okay. my basketball game developed into something. Um, that actually is pretty good. So, so um, in, in college, did you did you play in the intramural leagues and stuff yeah, like that? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Dominated. Dominated yeah. the intramurals. Yeah, we okay. made several championships. Wow. Okay. So you're a baller. Yeah, I can ball. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about uh, how you contribute to your team. Okay. Sorry, I, sorry about the interruption. No, there, you're but good. I had, to, I had to I had to find out. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Follow up questions are great. All right. So earlier in the year, this. Our team played against this team, and I was unable to make the first game. And we lost. Our team lost to this team by 15 points. It's like 185. That was the first game of the year. We started out 0-1. I was not there. Okay. I'm here for the game Wednesday night. We're recording okay. on a Thursday morning. I was there for the okay. game on Wednesday night. And we won by 18 points. So we lost by 15 the first time when I wasn't there. We win by 18 the second time when I show up. Well, you didn't. Did you score 30 something points or or was there another reason you guys did so much better? I I scored five points. I did not. I am not a shooter. I I shot three times. I made a three pointer. I made a layup and I missed a three pointer. So I did not shoot a lot. But what happened, Steve? I'm the point guard on this squad. 
Okay. And I am an elite. Elite. I am the Tiger Woods ball striking pass of the basketball team. You're the king of the assist, yes. is what you're saying? Okay, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I love the assist. Yeah, I'm, I'm the king of the assist, and that's my role, and I know my role, and we won, so it was fun. Wow. So you're out there quarterbacking the team. You're, are, you, are you talking trash to the other team? No, I don't talk trash to the other team. And what makes the quarterbacking so great is that I, there's so many great shooters on my team. My cousin, Jacob Wannersey, my great friend, Jordan Anderson, my other great friend, Jacob Grappo, these guys can just stripe it from outside. So they make me look good. Um, and I don't talk trash. I talk trash to my teammates to try to motivate them. I'll let out an okay. F-bomb or something if they're not playing any Ooh. defense. But okay. it's all with love. It's all with love. Okay, well, that's good. That's good to hear. You know, uh, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, and I want to get into the golf here, but i got to tell you a, a story um, I was kind of the quarterback on my basketball team, too. My dad was a very good basketball player, played at San Diego State University back in the day, um, and he also played golf there. So he was a great athlete. He ended up coaching high school basketball. And uh, I can remember, gosh, I've been around basketball my whole life. I can remember when my dad raised the basket at our house to six feet. No telling what it was back <laughs> when we started. But uh, I was kind of the quarterback, too. And uh, played all the way up uh, through high school. Also played golf. Played golf in college, but I don't want to get sidetracked here. But the story I want to tell you is that I was kind of the quarterback, too. I was always talking, always talking to the teammates, not really talking to the, the other team because I was kind of, uh, you know, I, was, I, I didn't want to get in a fight. Didn't want to get my ass kicked, you know. But I was a very aggressive player, and uh, I was a point guard, and I was guarding this one guy and this this one game it was a tournament game and had the refs and all that and, and I was guarding this guy pretty closely he didn't like it and so uh I didn't talk trash to him I was not talking trash to the guy but I just played hard hard nosed defense and then at halftime I came out and we were warming up and getting ready for the second half I was about f- probably 12 years old at the time this was a long time ago but it, it, it's etched in my memory and so I'm getting ready for the, the second half tip-off, and this gal comes out on the, go- uh, on the golf course, on the basketball court, on our side of the court while we're warming up, and she points at me. And so I thought, well, maybe she, uh, there, there's something she wanted to tell me. So I walked over to the side right where the bench was, and I could tell she was really upset. And evidently, the guy I was guarding, and I was really guarding closely, was her brother. And she told me in no uncertain terms, if I don't lay off her brother and guard him a little bit lighter, that she was going to come in out of the stands and kick my ass during the game. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, she was like a college, college-age girl, but she was so upset that I was guarding her <laughs> brother. And uh, we happened to be winning at the time. I, you know, I, I don't want to tell you, but uh, I, I let off him a little bit. I let I didn't I didn't want can you believe the embarrassment of having <laughs> a twelve year old boy having a woman come out of the stands, a college age gal coming out of the stands and kicking my ass? Wasn't gonna happen. Not gonna let it happen. Not gonna let that happen. <laughs> a couple of follow up questions. Okay. Okay. From a guy like me who's a single twenty eight year old male that 
which could possibly be changing in the near future. Was she hot? No, she was. Uh, she was no. a big. She was a big gal, Tim. She was a big oh, okay. gal. She was. Uh, you know, she'd had a few groceries in uh, her diet. <laughs> but I mean, girl. you know, she got my attention though because you know the. I mean, she was very, very upset, finger pointing, wagging the finger back and forth, moving the head side to side, and I knew she was serious, and I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna let that happen. So. Uh, I let off her All brother. Right. We did win the game, but uh, you know I didn't have a very good second half. I was afraid. I uh, kept my eye on the the stands up there just to make sure that she wasn't coming out of the stands. And uh, yeah, that's uh, my quarterbacking game. I was I, I talked a lot to my teammates. I was like, uh, I mean, I, I'm surprised they would even play with me. I was I was yapping so much, you know. Hey, get that guy. Don't go there and all that stuff. So. Anyway, that's my that's my uh, that's my story. I'm sticking with it. Cool, I like it. All right, let's take our first break here on the Hank Candy Podcast. It is the great predictor Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim with you on this Saturday Strong. Um, coming up next, I want to ask Steve why Tiger Woods has never won at Riviera. What is it about Riviera that prevents Tiger Woods from winning at that golf course? Steve is from the great state of California, God's country, as he calls it. So Steve knows a lot about this course. He knows a lot about the Genesis Open and Riviera. So we'll get into that next on the Hank Candy Podcast. But before we do it, let's talk about Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Check out VoodooPainRelief.com right now for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. It's simple, it's easy, it's fast, it's effective, and it's absolutely free. VoodooPainRelief.com. Check it out right now. Patented formula, great product, and absolutely free for the first two weeks. We'll be right back on the Hank Kenny Podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong. It is the seventh, the lucky number seventh edition of the Saturday Strong Podcast with Steve Johnson, the great predictor. Hey, Tim, by the way, I heard I may have lost my moniker, the great predictor, because we have uh, we have an imposter came in this last week. Ron Mintz came in, and uh, now people are calling him the great predictor. So I've, I'm feeling some pressure. I've, I'm going to come with some great predictions this week, but... Uh, we got Minnesota Tim with us too. I forgot to say that he's uh, coming off a victory in the men's league game last night, the A League. He had uh, not a lot of points, but uh, great quarterbacking. It was a turnaround from the first game of about thirty points. Man, that's awesome, Tim! Congratulations. Thanks. Okay, so the Genesis Invitational here. Now it's an Invitational now, Tim. Remember. Last year, the PGA Tour honored Tiger Woods and said, hey, you know, this Genesis Invitational is going to be a different status than just a regular tour event. And uh, 120 players, $9.3 million purse, a million six to the winner, uh, 72 holes of stroke play, 100, 120 players, a very small field, which is good because in California right now, the daylight hours are not lengthy. You know, it's about 5.15, it starts getting dark there. Riviera Country Club is right there on the coast or close to the coast. It's in a couple of of canyons uh, with homes around. You'll see it on television this weekend. There's homes up on the the ridge of the canyons. And you get those fog, you get the marine layer and all that stuff. But uh, Tiger Woods, 13th appearance at the Genesis. It used to be called the uh, Los Angeles Open, but uh, it's the oldest oldest tour event. Actually, it's the seventh oldest tour event on the PGA Tour. Did you know that, Tim? I did not. Yeah, 1926 they started that. And But Tiger's Tournament is just like Arnold Palmer's, uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational and the Memorial Tournament for Jack Nicklaus. So he's he's in rare air there with, you know, the late... Arnold Palmer's tournament and Jack Nicklaus's memorial tournament. That is very special event now. The Tiger Woods, what is it? Uh, the Genesis Invitational, and you know the the winner of that not only gets a million six and change, but they get a three year exemption on the PGA Tour. Did you know that, Tim? I did. Yeah, it was a big change either last year or the year before to um, entice the best players to play. Yeah. Now, this is one of the, uh, you could say that this is 18 events into the PGA Tour season. This, this, not necessarily this year because we had the wraparound, but this is the 18th out of 46 events. You could say, Tim, you could make an argument that this is the highest profile event 
uh, in the first 18 events. So you've got what nine out of the top 10 in the first official world golf ranking. You've got Tiger Woods, obviously, is going to be playing in it. Um, Brooks Kepka is making his first appearance in the fall. Hasn't played here uh, since the first of the year. I mean, he played in a couple events during the wraparound over in Asia. You got 24 out of the top 30, the current FedEx Cup standings. So it's a, it's a good field. And, and the reason I bring that up, Tim, is because you've been very critical. You've been very critical of the PGA Tour and the schedule, the 46 events. You sketch out the fact that the Century Tur- Tournament Champions had a terrible rating on television, then followed up by the Sony Open, which had even worse following on television. We're coming off a few weeks ago, the the biggest event in the world, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, was 30% down on Sunday, 16% down on the very popular Saturday where they have the 300,000 people in attendance. What do you expect for ratings this uh, this week, Tim? Oh, this this field will gather a great rating. This tournament will, um, because of the players playing. You mentioned it already. Nine of the top ten players in the official World Golf rankings. However, it'll be interesting to see uh, who is leading coming down the stretch on Sunday, because this tournament has a history of some players that are head scratchers. Uh, JB Holmes won last year. Bubba Watson, he's no slouch, but he's won three times since 2014. He's just alternated years winning. And then there's a guy named like James Hahn who won in like 2015. There's another guy who won in like 2011 or 2012, and I can't even remember his name. I think it started with like a Luke or something. And there's some players that are just some head scratchers, and I don't understand that. Justin Thomas, he was in the final group last year. He blew the lead. Uh, J.B. Holmes won with a slow play and everything. But what is it about this golf course, Steve, that allows players like J.B. Holmes, James Hahn, some guy named Luke, who I've never heard of before, to win? Well, you know, it's it's a unique golf course. It, it there You could say that there's some local knowledge here, but those guys are so good. It takes them about two rounds to prepare and get to get their game plan. They can execute shots like uh, like no other. You know, it's not like they're they're out there losing golf balls. It's a 7,300-yard par 71 golf course, Tim. Now, the they have one par five, the hole number 17, that's almost 600 yards. It's, it's a little bit uphill, a little bit downwind. And it used to be back in the day, back when Lee Trevino was playing and back when Jack Nicklaus was winning, no one, I mean, no one, could reach number 17 in two. It's par five, almost 600 yards, 590 yards, bunkers all over the place, kind of a narrow fairway. But now there are multiple players hitting that uh, hitting that hole. Some of them with, you know, like Rory McIlroy, we'll see this week, and we'll see Brooks Kepka. He'll be hitting it in two. Tiger Woods will hit it in two. The par threes are moderate in length. The par fours, there's some long par fours there, and... The biggest thing about it is not so much the length, is two factors. You've got the grass, which is a, they call it kakuya, and I'll explain that in a second. And then they have the trees, which they call eucalyptus, which can just eat your ball up. It just looks like, man, it's going to be easy to hit it through that, uh, that tree. It does, it's, it's not like a, a pine tree. They're tall, but uh, 
they just tend to eat the ball up. They think you got guys hit it over there and you can hear it crack and hit and bark and uh, sending the ball all over the place. So, it, uh, so you've got some tree-lined fairways, and then the fairways are of a grass called kikuya, which is a native grass to Africa. You know why they call it kikuya, Tim? Are you still with not. me, Tim? Okay. Yeah, I'm still here. Are you, are you, yeah. am I, are you dying of boredom or what? No, no, I had my phone muted in the volume so I could cough. Okay, all right, you had your cough button on. Okay, this yes. grass is called... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. It's a Latin name, and you know that uh, I don't, I'm not sure why we, we call these grasses by Latin names, but it's called Penestum clandestinum. It is a grass most commonly called. It's, it's actually a weed. It's very aggressively growing. You could, uh, you could mow it. it it's very drought-tolerant type grass. It takes over. You, can you believe that this grass can grow and, and kill trees? It grows over trees and all that. It just, it's that aggressive. It's an East African grass. And the reason they call it kikuya is because it's native to this area in Africa that the kikuya people live. So it's called kikuya grass. How about that? Huh. Very gnarly. Very nice. Very gnarly. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like, man, you can hit it out of there. And uh, last week at the AT&T Pebble Beach, they have this plant called Ice Plant, where it looks like you can hit it out of that too. But I mean, good luck. You can't do it. Right. So those are two things that make that course pretty tough. The The weather conditions, it can be cool there. The, the marine layer can blow in and you can get the fog like we did at Torrey Pines a few weeks ago. The greens are pretty tricky too. That grass called Poana, we've talked about that a little bit. They had it up at AT&T last week, and the Farmers Insurance Open has it at Torrey Pines, and Riviera Country Club has it as well. So uh, it's, one of the, it's one of the reasons that the course is, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what the winning score was last year, but, you know, no one really tears that course up too much. I mean, it, it can bite you. Just ask Justin Thomas, who shot 75. He was leading the tournament after 54 holes. I think he was leading by four shots, Tim. Going into the final round, we thought, gosh, he's he's got this one. There's no way anyone's going to beat him. He shoots 75. The wind was blowing hard. The uh, the conditions were tough, and his putter was ice cold. Yeah, all right. So here's a big question for you, Steve, okay? Okay. So you drove Tiger Woods around. You bought him a coffee. You took him to the gym. You made sure there's motivation at the gym. I'll never forget those stories that you told us, all right? Right, right. Back in the 2000s. So Tiger, mm-hmm. like... Like you mentioned earlier, Tiger's played here 12 times. He's never won. He went tied for 15th last year. He missed the cut the year before, and he hadn't played there since 2006. So he did play there when Hank was coaching him. So you are familiar with with all of that. Right. What makes this course tiger-proof? Well, like I said earlier, the... The eucalyptus trees, there's some holes that just do not look good. And we've all played those type of holes. You know, you get up there, you're going along on your round of golf, and there's a hole that just doesn't look good to you. Typically, when there's trouble to the left, that hole can look really bad to Tiger. And he gets spooked on it, and uh, he'll rattle that thing around in those eucalyptus trees a bunch. Uh, You know, when Hank, I don't really remember that much when Hank was helping him. Tiger at Riviera. I knew he he hadn't played uh, 
all that well there. Never won there. You know, you think, hey, there's only one other term. The Northern Trust, he'd played 10 times, hasn't won. This is his 13th appearance and he still hasn't won. That's that's pretty rare. You would think that if a guy doesn't have the success, I mean, there's some events that he's won eight times, that he wouldn't go back there. And I think uh, giving the beneficiary of the Tiger Woods Foundation to this tournament's uh, the chair charitable organization that gets the money from the tournament. I think that's the only reason he's there, to be honest. Um, Some courses do not look good to Tiger Woods. I would say that this is a course, if it didn't, if the Tiger Woods Foundation didn't benefit from this event, Tiger Woods would not be there. That's, that's what I'm saying. It, uh, there's too many holes that just do not look good to him. And, uh, you know, I th- I'm sure he likes being back there because he has a lot of childhood friends that are going to come to watch him. And uh, that's his hometown. Uh, he's raised in Cyprus, California, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. But another reason, Tim, you know, he didn't, he was, he'd been injured for a long time, too. So I'm looking for him to play well this week. You know, I'm, I, I really think uh, everyone talks about, is this the week for number 83? I don't know if that's the case. but. This tournament needs Tiger Woods to be in the top 10 going into the last round uh, to get uh, a lot of excitement to be the the event that uh, is really the premier event of this season so far. Yeah, so you want to be the great predictor again. You want to take that title back and never let it go. I'm not saying you're not the great predictor. I don't think the title has ever left you. But you feel a couple of subtle shots your direction um, because of Ron Mintz, who came on the Hank Candy podcast, people are calling him the great predictor. So take back that title, Steve. <laughs> Tiger Woods finishes where at the Genesis Open? I'm saying he's top 10. I said he has an outside chance. I'm not sure what the odds are this week, but I think he has a chance to to win this tournament. I think he's for sure he's a top 10 finisher at the Genesis. Uh, we've got a lot of guys that this is a course that they do well at, like you, you mentioned earlier, the Bubba Watson. A Dustin Johnson, who's won twice. And both of the guys have not been playing all that great. Phil Mickelson is coming off a couple top 10 finishes, almost a victory last week. He's won there twice. Hadn't won there in a long time, but he's won there twice. Justin Thomas, he's going to be tough. Rory McIlroy won in, uh, what, did, what? he didn't have won this tournament, but he could win the tournament. I mean, I think he's a guy that, uh, that this could be a good, a good week for him. But uh, I'm saying Tiger Woods top ten, Tim. What what are your what's your inclination? Ah, uh, Tiger Woods. I'm gonna say Tiger Woods finishes thirteenth. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. So I've got inside the top ten. Now Hank could get on me for that because he says that's not really a prediction, Steve. It sure is a prediction, Hank. Inside the top ten. <laughs> now, what about? So we have the number one player in the world, Rory McIlroy. We have the number two player in the world, Brooks Kepka. The last time he played, and this is only his, uh, he makes his second appearance here at the Genesis. Last time he played here, Tim, he shot 75-72 over par both rounds. And he missed the cut in 2017. What, what do you think? Uh, this is his debut, this 2020 debut. What do you think of Brooks Kepka this week? Uh, he did play in the Saudi International Tournament a couple of weeks ago, so he is not quite as rusty as you believe. I'm not sure where he finished. I know he didn't finish high, 
but he did play in the Saudi International. Um, but this is his debut on the PGA Tour this season in 2020. Brooks Kepka, it's not a major championship. you got to consider that. Um, he might be motivated because he lost the world number one ranking to Rory. You have to consider that as well. Uh, he actually could regain the number one world golf ranking if he finishes well enough. But Brooks Kepka, not a major championship. Hasn't played on the PGA Tour this year. Doesn't have many reps. Has the stem cell thing going on with his knee. Brooks Kepka, I'm going to say somewhere in between 20 to 30th place. Ooh, okay. All right. That's a good one there. We got a little separation there because I'm missing, he's missing the cut in my book. MC wow. for Brooks Kepka. Yeah, he will not make the cut. He's got, he hadn't, hadn't had enough reps. He's been traveling all over the world doing the money grab. There's certain players here that do well here. Now, there are three players that have all made over $3 million at this tournament. Do you know who those guys are? One of them's Phil Mickelson. He's made $3.8 million in this event. Dustin Johnson has made $3.9 million at this event. And one player has made $4.2 million in his visit to the Genesis Invitational. You know who that is? That would be Bubba Watson. Horses for courses. That's what we talk about, Tim. Yeah, he's and, he's uh, one of the favorites to win. He's somewhere right around Tiger. I think he's 18 to 1 to win this tournament. Right. Now, what about Justin Thomas? What, what are your thoughts on him? He came in second last last year, ninth in 2018. He's uh, he's had good showings here every year. He's made the cut uh, every time. Yeah. So, what, what do you think? He's been playing good this year, too. He won the Century Tournament of Champions, won the CJ Cup in the wraparounder, uh, played decent at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, wasn't really in contention, but he was there lying in the weeds a little bit. Here's a couple shots back. Uh, JT, top 10. Okay, all right, okay. That's uh, it's fair enough. He's had a, he's had a good, good run here. Yeah, who do you think is going to win? Do you have any winners? You know, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait a little bit on the winners. So now we're we're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this uh, podcast on Thursday morning, so that no play has started. Right? Is that correct? Correct. No play has started. It's it's early in the morning. I'm still reasoning through this. I'm gonna give you a winner here in a second, but uh, I've got two players I want to talk about here before I do. One is Dustin Johnson. You know, he's been kind of in the weeds here a little bit. I mean, he hadn't really been. Uh, they show him on television, but every time they show him, it looks like he's missing a putt or something. But he still is is such a great player that he's up there in the, in, the, in the top. You know, he's a very popular player. You know, he's had 15 rounds of 67 or better in this event. I mean, he can shoot low at this course. He's won twice here. Um, I like him. I like him. I just don't know if, uh, you know, I've picked him a bunch. And Hank Hank used to pick him almost every week to win. But I'm not sure about him. You see, he's, he hasn't won since the WGC Mexico, which is almost a year ago, Tim. So I'm not sure if he has it in him this week either. All right, I'll tell you who's going to win. It's going to be John Rahm. You look at his PGA Tour statistics this season, he's putting great. His ball striking is his ball striking. It's always good. He's long off the tee. John Rahm, no doubt in my mind, is going to win this week at the Genesis Open. Book it. I, I love that pick. I love that pick. You know, he's from 
Spain, he's a coastal city in Spain. They have the same type of grasses there. Um, I'm not sure how many times he's played here. He may have played here in college at Arizona State uh, in a tournament. I know they had the NCAAs right there. Uh, I'm not sure if he played in that. They had some cup matches there. I, I think that's that could be a darn good pick for you there. You could have stole my thunder right there, Tim. Yeah, I'm trying the to Romer? take though. I'm I'm trying to take over the reins as the great predictor. Um, so yeah, he te- he tied for ninth year last year. So that's my that's my go to pick. You have a pick before we take our break. Yeah, one thing I, I just want to mention about Rom. I one thing I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent convinced on this, and I'm going to predict this: that John Rom will whine a lot on the weekend. He's going to get some bad breaks. And he is the number one whiner on the PGA Tour. So I'm, I'm predicting a lot of whining from oh. John Rahm this right. weekend at the Genesis okay. Open. All um, right. Okay, here's, I, I, I've, got, I've got a couple guys here that I'm, I'm going to narrow it down. I've got DJ. I, I like him. I like Bubba. Sergio, we haven't heard from him for a while. Always a favorite in L.A. is uh, El Chipo No Gimme, Matt Kuchar. But this week, I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. I, I think, you know, the, the great one played with him last week at the AT&T Pebble Beach. Gave him some good good pep talks, good positivity. I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson this week at uh, the Genesis Invitational. How about that? All right. I like it. There you go. Let, let's take let's take a break. When we, when we get back, you've been all over me about this this. Uh, Premier Golf League. We got to talk about that because uh, now this week Tiger mentioned it in his press conference that uh, they've approached him. So we need to talk about it and see if this is a, for real or uh, and who we would pick. You know, I mean, I, I'm not sure that their selection process of the top 48 players, on, according to the World Golf Rankings, is the greatest way to to pick the field for that event. And we'll talk about that when we get back. You're listening to the Hank Caney Podcast. Saturday Strong 7th edition with Minnesota Tim and Steve Johnson. The Great Predictor will be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast Saturday Edition. This is the seventh of the Saturday Strong Editions, and uh, we want to thank everyone for listening and uh, downloading it, making it a favorite. And it's a it's a lot of fun to do it. One one of the things we haven't talked about, Tim, before we talk about this Premier Golf League, about how to get in touch with us. If you have a question, if you have a video that you want to send in for some coaching, all you have to do is take your mobile device, take a down the line video. And that is a down the line video is one where I can see the target. I can see where you're aiming. I can see your swing shape. All you have to do is take one swing. Tell us what your big miss is. Send it to golf schools with an S at hankhaney.com. And within 24 hours, we're going to send you back a start of a great game plan. It's a free service. We offer it to any listener. We've been getting a lot of, since we've been doing the podcast, we've been getting Tim, much more serious golfers. They're not necessarily better golfers, but they're serious about their game. They ask good questions. They're following the directions of the down the line video and tell us your big miss. And uh, it's been a lot of a lot of fun helping people get off to a, a good 2020 with their golf game. That's great. I love it. People have been sending those uh, videos to HankCaneyGolf at Outlook.com, and I've been forwarding them to golf schools at HankCaney.com. So be aware of that. Right. You know, I got a couple this this morning that I, I coached and sent out. So thanks for doing that, Tim. Yeah. Okay. So the Premier Golf League, let's review that. Out of the blue, I'm not even sure how it was introduced, but they say, hey, we know this. these guys out of, out of Europe are get, trying to start this league with the best players because, you know, I think they may have reacted to your criticism of the PGA Tour that, hey, we've got all these events and no one, we don't have the top players and no one's watching. We've got a 0.03 share on the the ratings. Mm-hmm. And this group came out and said, hey, you know, we're going to do 18, between 10 and 18 events. We're going to take the top 48 players. It's going to be a season that runs eight months. Instead of going 72 holes, we're going to go 54 holes, no cut, $240 million in prize money. $10 million a week. Um, I think the winner will get like 2 or $3 million. Plus they have a pool at the end, a $10 million pool. They have a season-long competition, kind of like the FedEx <laughs> Cup. What's that? Yeah, I love it. I'm just, I'm just enjoying this. Yeah, oh. Yeah, keep on going. Yeah. yeah I mean, they, they, are, they are coming out full, I mean, both barrels. 
Yeah. Right? With with their sights set at the PGA Tour and also the European Tour. $240 million. The the U, the PGA Tour, US PGA Tour is $310 million in 46 events. But like you say, Tim, it's pretty much vanilla out there. I mean, you know, a lot of the events get very little exposure. We don't know who the players are. We want to see the top players in the world. Um, European Tour plays 48 events and about for $230 million. So you wanted to talk about this because you think that this this could be uh, this is one of your predictions coming true that uh, there's a new player there's a new sheriff in town and it's going to really uh, rattle up the PGA Tour and the European Tour and you think well uh, tell me I don't want to put words in your mouth what do you think do you think that this is going to replace the PGA Tour man it is looking more and more like a real thing that's happening and I honestly. When it first came out, I loved the idea because they were all mine. They literally stole them from my mind. They literally stole them from the Saturday Strong podcast. But what's happening um, is very positive for this new world golf tour. Tiger Woods did not shut it down in his Genesis Open press conference, and he easily could have. And what makes it possible for Tiger Woods, what makes this possible, number one, no doubt in my mind. He's planning on passing Sam Snead in mo- in the, in mo- uh, with the most PGA Tour wins ever, ever. He'll have the record. He's planning on passing him this year. And everyone expects him to pass Sam Snead this year. And Tiger Woods would not leave the PGA Tour if he did not have the PGA Tour record for most wins, which makes this World Golf League possible. Okay, so Tim... He gets his 83rd win this year. Then what does he do? Does he go sign a deal with the Premier Golf League? Is that what you're thinking? If the deal is big enough, absolutely. Yeah. And here's something that is really standing out to me, um, and it recently came out on jeffshackleford.com. Check it out, jeffshackleford.com. The PGA Tour is creating this TV deal with CBS and whoever. Call channel, whatever. The PGA Tour is deciding to take over a lot of the production on the television side for the golf coverage. What does that tell me? That tells me that they are going their own direction. They are separating themselves away from CBS, uh, the golf channel, all of these stations that air golf, NBC, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're airing on those platforms, but the PGA Tour is taking over a lot of the production. So what's that tell me? That tells me that CBS, NBC, Golf Channel, they are going to have outs in those contracts when they sign them, and it will be interesting to see. It will be fascinating to see how big these contracts are because the NBA is going through the same thing right now. The NBA's ratings are down. They are down massively. Huge numbers. And guess what? The salary cap is going down next year. It is not increasing. Oh, and really? we are seeing the same thing on the PGA Tour. Ratings are plummeting. They are down in every tournament except for the Farmers Insurance Open. Every tournament except for the Farmers Insurance Open. And even if and let me bring this to the table, Steve. Even if there's great players playing, like Tiger Woods. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Roy McIlroy. If a guy like Nick Taylor wins this week, if none of those guys are in contention and some nobody like Nick Taylor wins, 
No, no offense, Nick Taylor. But if someone like that wins, nobody's going to care. Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Nice player. But uh, the, the, the ratings are down for a number of reasons. I mean, in one of them, you don't recognize any of the guys. The game's being played at the highest levels of ever. I mean, it, 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 the guys are hitting phenomenal shots. They have the shot tracker. We can enjoy it on television. Broadcasts are the most enjoyable that they've ever been in the history of broadcasting golf right now. Because you can, you can enjoy the shots better. The commentary, now they redid their, their team of analysts and commentary. We'll have to see how they do. There's a, there's a little bit of a learning curve going on here. But, you know, I, I just, uh, we like to see the guys that are the best of the best. And that's why I've got a suggestion for the Premier Golf League, Tim. You know, they're talking about inviting the top 48 players in the world, and then they'll have some exemptions and stuff like that. We need to see the top players from all the tours. And when I'm talking about all the tours, I'm talking about the European tour, the PGA tour, obviously. Another tour is not really a tour, but it's a classification of player. The guys that have won the, the, the majors in the last, let's say, 10 years, 10 to 15 years, major winners, people want to see them. They are very easily recognizable. You've got to have the guys you root for, then you've got to have the guys you don't root for. You know, the, the, you've got the heroes and then you have the villains. This is for entertainment. You have the international type separation and ties. You've got the Europeans versus the Americans. I think one of the ways you, 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 you would, if it were me, I would have invite 20 PGA Tour players from the top FedEx Cup rankings of the previous year. So 20 of the top PGA Tour players. I'd have 10 European Tour players from the race to Dubai from the previous year, the top 10 players. I'd have, if they're not included in those two categories, I'd have major winners, about 10 guys that are major winners, then have eight others. That would be a, a field of 48. If you had the headliners like the Tiger Woods, the Rory McIlroys, the Phil Mickelsons, you go international with uh, this Henrik Stenson's and Justin Roses. You get uh, the the continents down in the southern hemisphere like uh, Adam Scotts and Jason Day. You get uh, the Italians like the Francesco Molinari, who's never played as good as he ever thought he was going to play, and as a major winner. You get the villains like the Brooks Kepkas, the guy that you don't even know if he really likes golf. Uh, the cheaters like uh, Patrick Reed. You get the whiners, like John Rahm. Now now you've got something. You've got something that people will want to watch. You know, you've got guys that you're rooting for. You've got guys that you're rooting against. You've got internationals against Americans. I mean, I think it could be a great, great uh, platform. And to really, I mean, and it lives within the parameters that you talk about. Hey, let's trim down the amount of tournaments. Look at you. Look at you coming to my side. Yeah, you have those 18 events plus the majors, plus you got some world golf championships. Maybe those world golf championships disappear. But uh, you've definitely got a pot-stirring organization here that's going to change some stuff on the PGA Tour and European PGA Tour. Even if they never, ever get up and going, 
stuff's going to change. I promise. Wow. Look at you, Steve. You're on board. I got you on the world golf tour. You're on the bandwagon. I'm I'm taught. I'm calling them the pot stirring tour. They're going to stir the pot up and something's going to happen. They're going to stir the pot up, smoke a little crack and make the PGA tour switch it up. <laughs> that, that could be one of that could be the biggest prediction of the week right there. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great. Hey everybody, send in your golf swings to golf schools at heykatie.com. A down the line video, they will fix your golf swing and it's absolutely free. A free lesson. Who wouldn't want to do that? Golf schools with an S at heykatie.com. Email the show heykatiegolf at outlook.com. Call the show 833-426-5763, extension 801, and tweet and follow the show on Twitter. At Hank Caney, it was the great predictor, Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim Porochka in the negative 33 degree wind chill in the great state of Minnesota. We did it again. Episode number seven. Thanks for making the Hank Caney podcast a part of your day. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Caney podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Caney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.